Welcome to the Short Funk Podcast, I'm Tom Barbelay. Today, a gardening update. I've tried to get as much gardening information as possible. I've got like a series of dot points I wanted to talk about associated with the garden. I've got interesting feedback about the gardening updates, but I'm just going to give it anyway, because I think ultimately these things could probably be brought together into a Tom learns from his garden set of short funk recordings, and that's really what I want. This year I've started experimenting with fish meal, and I hadn't used fish meal previously. I'd used a variety of other... Like, I don't know what one would call it, like offal related stuff, like normally just like blood and bone, um, which is a thing in Australia where they combine the two. In this country, you have to buy them separately and do your own blend. But through this, I thought, well, I'll add fish meal as well. Now, fish meal is ground up dried fish byproducts, which basically contains a whole lot of stuff. It absolutely stinks. And when I used fish meal heavily, I had a different problem. So I think a general fish meal needs to be used at about like two to five percent of any given additive, really small amount. I wanted to see what it would do in particular with green leafy vegetables, things like lettuce, because I've tried to grow lettuce previously. It's had some interesting flavors, but in general, it's had a kind of blandness, which makes me think that it's not getting the right mineral balance. And I wanted to see what fish meal would do to this. So I moved it from about two to five percent to about 15 percent. And the problem was basically that all the flies, like literally all the flies in San Jose, millions and millions of flies, decided to come and lay their eggs in these particular pots. And it was really quite extraordinary because basically the pots just became, for want of a better term, maggot farms. It was not a good look. I'm actually not going to be using fish meal. Like, it's something which I wanted to try, tried a little bit to excess... Had all this problems associated with the flies and the maggots. And now I'm just like, no, this isn't part of my garden regiment. I mean, I'm sure it's going to be good for something somewhere in the distant future. But I like to use things where I can move it up to the kind of 10% range without any noticeable problems. And truth be told, a lot of this stuff really you shouldn't be using in 10%. I mean, the fish meal was in excess. I don't think I would ever use like blood or bone or any of the other little bits and pieces that I add to my repertoire or the root enzymes and all this kind of stuff. I don't think I'd ever use that to the same level that I wanted to try with a fish meal. I was just really interested to see if I could grow lettuce in particular with a higher portion of fish meal where the lettuce wouldn't have a fishy taste, but it would have some other kind of interesting mineral taste. It was just a failed project, but I'm not going to be using fish meal going forwards. What I'm finding with the garden currently, we're currently in the kind of mid to end of July, and I planted everything in an early to mid-April time frame, it was too early. I'm not going to be planting seeds that early going forward. There's always these sites that say, oh, yes, you've got to plant your seeds as early as possible inside. You're going to grow them accordingly. What it ended up with, particularly with the tomatoes, I mean, it kind of worked out with the zucchini. It kind of worked out with the jalapenos. So I'm not really that concerned with that. With the tomatoes in particular, it just created kind of stringy long tomatoes. The weather hasn't been particularly good for tomatoes. And a kind of cold snap in a part of the early summer where really we needed warmth going through kind of ruined tomatoes, well, just delayed them, basically. But I've got all these long, ropey tomatoes with a small amount of fruit, and I'm just thinking, I could have started those, like, a month, maybe even a month and a half later, and I'd have probably exactly the same amount of tomatoes, not ropey plants, useful in the potting soil, you know, mix that I had done. So, you know, next year I'm just going to not put the tomatoes in as early i got a bunch of other plants i'm going to try i'm going to try a variety of chilies and things like that so i've got things i can do just not with the tomatoes not with the long heirloom tomatoes early because 
you just end up with ropey tomatoes. I've had some interesting experimentation associated with a greenhouse. The greenhouse we put in the very back of the property. We have a, a house, basically, in our backyard, <laughs> a tenant house. And we have a thin slither of like land where I'm growing most of the tomatoes and chilies and stuff. And then in the very back, we have a space where I put in the greenhouse initially. Unfortunately, the greenhouse just didn't get enough sun. It was in a place where there were high trees around it, the transition of light, the transition of everything, just meant that the greenhouse was kind of getting, I don't know, maybe a third of a day's worth of sun directly, and then a whole series of like shadows moving through it and this kind of stuff. So I've moved the greenhouse to the area that I'm growing the tomatoes, basically the strip between an edge fence and the tenant's house as it goes down. This gets a good amount of direct sunlight, probably not quite 12 hours, maybe 8 hours a day of direct sunlight. And this is also just the prime location for the tomatoes and the jalapenos and stuff. And I'm going to do this because ultimately I have some cherry tomatoes that I planted late. I want to do kind of fall garden that I can move into this greenhouse. I've got some onions and stuff. And all that will be progressively moving into the greenhouse so, you know, that can grow um maybe keep some tomatoes in there as well this kind of stuff just utilize a greenhouse for a kind of fall vegetable area and i'll let you know how that goes i wasn't using the greenhouse ideally previously it was very useful for the initial seedling growing getting plants to a certain robust size and then moving them out into like regular sunlight but yeah the greenhouse was just in the wrong place so now it's been moved hopefully it'll be utilized more kind of ramp the tomatoes up around it, getting things organized. I spent, I don't know, maybe an hour out in the sun with sunscreen and various other things yesterday. Kind of toasted myself a little bit. I mean, I didn't burn myself. It's just my skin feels kind of irritated. So today is definitely going to be a podcast recording, podcast editing kind of day. I really do love the garden. It gives me a perspective on life that I just don't get with other things. And it's really very critical in my general sanity so yes, yeah, certainly a garden going forward next year. My wife wants me to actually like hire someone to put in garden beds and do it properly, i.e. like her friends. And I think, yes, this is the way it's going to be next year. I'll certainly get that stuff together. With a greenhouse where it is currently, I can organise the garden beds around that. It'll all work itself out pretty easily. But this is my gardening update. Certainly I've talked a little bit about various other ideas in previous updates, but I wanted to provide this one here. Tom Barbelay in San Jose, signing out.